Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. Good morning Life Changes Church. Good morning friends, family. It's a joy and delight to be here this morning. And before we look at the scriptures this morning, I would just like to honor one or two folk. And the first wonderful couple here this morning that I'd like to honor is my, my daughter and her hubby. They drove down from PE to surprise us to be here on Christmas. Where are you, Laurel? There you are. Sorry, I saw you at the back. Can you just stand, please, love? They're most handsome couple. Really, really lovely to have you guys with us. And then another wonderful couple that Nelson and Pat Govender. Would you guys stand? They were in our church that we pastored some 25 years ago in Freyheit. It's wonderful to have them together with us. A loyal, faithful friend and a memory like an elephant. He remembers things I've long gone forgotten. And he says, what about this? What about that? And I look and then it slowly comes together and I remember uh, so it's really lovely having you guys with us and joining us. First time in Cape Town, so we're doing the Cape Contiki tours with them, going here, there, and everywhere, and having fun doing that. Um, and then Roger and Nikki, where are you? I saw you earlier on. They're at the back, great. It's wonderful having you. They're pastors of a local church here in Tableview, and it's wonderful for you guys to join us with us this morning. Two darling little girls and it just has flashback, wonderful memories. It's wonderful, great having you with us this morning. But I don't know about you this morning, my heart basked in the greatness of God as we worship this morning. There was a wonderful presence of God that causes our hearts to come to life. Whenever our songs are focused on Him, He presents Himself and says, here is who I am with reference to what we're singing. And this morning, I wrestled with a number of messages and saying, Father, what is that one thing you want me to communicate this morning? And I had one on how to make some wise, godly decisions in 2016. And then I had another one with reference to goals and dreams, etc. And I just didn't settle in my heart And then all of a sudden, it just dawned upon me of to talk about the greatness of who he is. To talk about his greatness, his grandeur, his majesty. Because no matter what kind of year you've had in 2015, you could have had the best year ever or the worst year ever. But if we have a fresh look at the greatness of God... It will just overshadow everything that happened in 2015 and set you up for an amazing 2016. You know, as I began to realize and reflect that your perception of God will determine how you live for Him. The way you view God will determine how you live for Him. I remember reading an article by Martin Luther who was encouraging a friend of his, Erastus, and he was, Erastus was down, discouraged, and there was a, a despair in his soul. And the counsel that Martin Luther gave to him was short and simple. He said, your thoughts of God are too human. Your thoughts of God 
are too human. And this morning, I already have apologized to the Lord. And I know before his throne, one day I'm going to have to say sorry again, because I don't have the words to accurately communicate in any form or fashion the greatness of the God we serve. My knowledge is too limited, too finite. So I've said, God, forgive me for not fully representing your greatness and how great you are. And I just sense the Lord saying, don't worry, Wally, I'll take your limited words and overshadow it by my Holy Spirit and make it real to my people. So I was comforted by that. I was comforted by that. This morning, when we talk about his greatness, I'm equally, it's all interlinked and interwoven with his power, his ability, his strength, and his might. When we talk about the greatness of God, forever into eternity, he's going to wow us with who he is. But here on earth, we can have little glimpses of it. And I want to say initially up front, God wants our hearts to be freshly gripped with the greatness of who he is. He can do whatever pleases him. He can do whenever, whatever he wants, whenever he wants, with or without our permission, because he is God. So often we think when we pray, he just, yes, 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 and yes, he does hear all of our prayers, but he is God Almighty. And we need to have a fresh perspective of that. Firstly, knowing his praise, sorry, knowing his greatness will cause our hearts to respond in praise to him. As we begin to begin to go, wow, God, wow, God. I love watching little children experience things for the first time. How many of you ever watched little kids? I think the Lord is preparing Shirley and I for grandchildren. Hint, hint. <laughs> no pressure, guys. <laughs> but I watch little kids. I love little kids doing things for the first time. They've got these big eyes, and it's wow, wow, wow. They're amazed at life. Can I say, I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to freshly recapture childlike faith and amazement and wonder in the greatness of the God we serve. The devil wants to magnify our problems. The Holy Spirit wants to magnify God to us. And as we begin to have a great, fresh perspective of that, it changes the way we live. In Psalm 145, verse 3, David exclaimed this. He said, Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. His greatness no one can fathom. But he didn't just say, great is the Lord and worthy of praise. It's great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. Psalm 150 verse 2, he again exclaims, great, sorry, praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. His surpassing greatness. His unfathomable greatness. In the book of Micah, chapter 5 verse 4 it says, his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. So often people have tried to focus on having great faith. I want to just say, have faith in a great God. Yeah. And so often we're trying to muster up this faith for the mountains we face in life. No, no, no. Just have mustard seed faith in the great God we save and we serve. 
Can I say to you this morning, the devil, religion, traditions of men, human reasoning and logic are continually trying to reduce the greatness of God in our lives. Religion wants to shrink who God is and make him just human and average and ordinary instead of how big he is. We've just celebrated the festive season and I was just reflecting on the angel Gabriel that came to two people in a very short space of time. He came to Zechariah in the temple and he told him his barren wife Elizabeth was going to be with child. And his response to that was, how can this be? One of hesitation, one of questioning, one of doubt. Because in his mind, he was reasoning and logically trying to process it. Well, on the other hand, Mary, the same angel, came and said, you're a virgin, but you're going to be with child, and his name's going to be Jesus. She said, be it unto me according to your word. One of faith response. Yes, God, you're able, you're willing, you're mighty, you're great. This morning, when we use the word great, we're talking about something that is great in size, in quantity, and in quality. It is beyond the ordinary. It is a word that's beyond the ordinary. Now, I enjoy watching TV series, but particularly the mega structure one. I don't know if any of you enjoy that, I think it's a National Geographic, where they look at all sorts of mega structures, not just small machinery, small uh, factories, but it's ships, it's factories, it's aircraft, it's mining machinery, it's buildings. If you haven't seen the Three Gorges Dam in China, it's a worth watch. A phenomenal feat of engineering. And often you look at those things and go, wow, man has built amazing things, phenomenal things. But all of those are microscopic compared to the greatness of God. All of those are muscular compared to the greatness of God. The Bible says he's exceedingly great. In fact, the Bible attributes, there's some people in the Bible that God's given the name great to. For example, David was known as a great man. Moses, Mordecai, Solomon, even Nebuchadnezzar. But all of their greatness came as a result of a God who is great, whose hand was upon them. David said it beautifully, God, you've stooped down and made me great. So it's nothing about David, it's just about the greatness of God. If I could say God's greatness can first be seen in Genesis before creation, not just in creation, but before creation. In Genesis 1 verse 1, it says, in the beginning God, and that word God is Elohim, or the supreme God, the supreme God. And it's so amazing when you reflect on that word, he's not just the mighty God, he is the Almighty God. He is absolute. He is transcendent. He is dateless. He is timeless. He's eternal. He always was. He always is and always will be. That is the greatness of the God you and I serve. He's not a God made with human hands. He's a God above all else. And that's in whom our faith rests and trusts. I say this morning, if you had to put God on a graph, there is no graph big enough to contain God. You know, you've got your graphs and you look at your stats, etc., etc. 
If you had to get a graph firstly, there's no graph big enough to actually put a mark. This is God. He's beyond it. So often, the way you measure how great first is, is to compare it to how far behind second is. Is that correct? Can I say when it comes to God, if he was competing with anybody else, second hasn't even come in yet. So often we think God and then the devil and this. No, 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 no. Devil is nowhere in the picture. From the beginning of time, if God had a race with whatever, whoever, second hasn't even come in and is not going to be coming in. Because God is beyond compare and beyond measure. The Bible says in Psalm 80, sorry, 96 verse 4, For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Because he is above all else. Shirley and I, a couple of years ago, on our day off, we decided to go to the planetarium. If you haven't been there, it's a wonderful, wonderful outing that just reminds you and re- for your reflections on the greatness of God even before creation, before planet Earth. And we sat and we listened to lectures and we looked up at the way they put the stars, the planets and the galaxies and they speak about light years and they speak about this and they speak about that. I often hardly could have fully understand and grasped. All I could go is, wow, God, you're big. Wow, God, you're great. Wow, God, you're awesome. The Bible even speaks in the book of Job of how the stars sing their praises to him. How the stars sing their praises to him, all reflecting the greatness of who God is. When Shirley and I go to places where the sky is clear, we love just to put a blanket out and we just look up at the stars and we can say, there's, there's a satellite man-made. There's a planet. There's a star made by our Father. And we just reflect at the skies and the stars. Interesting, when God tried to show Abraham how big he was and how great he was, what was the first thing he did? The Bible says he took Abraham outside of his tent and said, look up at the stars. Can I encourage you to do that from time to time? The Bible says that all the stars out there, he's called them by name in the Psalms. How phenomenal is that? I found the older I get, I'm forgetting names. Here are all the bazillions and gazillions of stars out there in these massive Milky Ways. And the Bible says he calls them by name and then they sing his praise. Encourage you to watch Louis Giglio's sort of beautiful, beautiful preach called Symphony, where it speaks about that. God's greatness, secondly, is seen in and by his creation. And it's a phenomenal thing to think about. In Romans chapter 1, verse 20, it says, Ever since the creation of the world, his eternal power and his divine nature has clearly been seen and understood through the things that he has made. And it's a phenomenal thing to think about from this planet Earth to the snowflakes to different leaves and all those different things, you can see the greatness of God. If you look at man, for man to make anything great, he needs both tools and material. Isn't that right? He needs tools and material. But when it comes to God, he just stood on the edge of eternity and spoke words and the whole of this amazing planet came into being. That's greatness. 
That's phenomenal. That's amazing when I think in Colossians it says, for by him all things were created. Book of Colossians 1 verse 16, for by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, both visible and invisible, whether thrones, powers or rulers or authorities. All things were created by him and for him. And there's numerous other verses of scripture found in the book of John in Hebrews 11 verse 3. Now I'm a, I'm a National Geographic fan. I so enjoy watching them except for monkeys and crocodiles and sharks. I've seen enough of those. But I love it when it comes to nature and, and places on this planet. It's phenomenal. And when you think of God's greatness with reference to the placement of planet Earth in the solar system. It's plus or minus 150 million kilometers away from the sun. That's quite a distance. But it's positioned exactly in the right place. Any closer, you and I would be burnt chips, we'd be crisps. Any bit further away from the sun would be like the North Pole, we'd be frozen. God's design and greatness is to place the planet exactly in the solar system that you and I could live to worship Him and His greatness. The Earth's rotation tilted on the axis of 23.4 degrees to give us night and to give us day, to give us seasons for the tides to come and to go is just amazingly great and awesome to think. This designer God of how great he is. The earth's atmosphere has just enough of the mixes of the right gases, those that are in the know of 21% oxygen, nitrogen 78, and argon, carbon dioxide, water vapor, etc. It's just enough for us to be able to live and breathe. To me, when I reflect on that, I'm just blown away by the greatness of God. When I look at the, 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 the earth, the landscape, if I think of the poles, the tropics, the savannas, the jungles, the myriads of ecosystems that are on this planet, from the top of mountains into deserts into jungles, under the earth, under the oceans, and I look at that, I think, wow, God, you're great. Nothing happened by coincidence. I was talking to a guy the other day, and he said, talk about the Big Bang Theory. And I said to him, just, just help me understand this. Have you ever seen an explosion where things are brought together? I said, whenever there's a bang, no matter how small or big, it goes off in all different directions. I said, there wasn't a big bang. God spoke and he brought it all together. And there's the design of the creator, which great, who is great and awesome. That's why the Bible says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. When you think of the nations and you think of so much, it's just, wow, God. God's greatness can also be seen in the way he made man. The way he made man is a phenomenal thing. Seven billion of us and each and every one of us unique with our own fingerprints, our own personalities, different colors of hair. Yesterday we were up Signal Hill showing Nelson and Pat uh, city bowl and the beauty from up there and a whole sort of Chinese uh, sort of tour group were there and we were just, I was just looking at them and just the way their eyes are all slanted and the way they're communicating to one another I thought wow God this is amazing it's phenomenal 
And then they've got different accents. You know, you can get an Australian and New Zealand and American, South Africa. They're all got different accents. God, it's such fun putting us together. That's how great, great God is. Our different color hair, different color eyes, our different personalities. If we just look at our human bodies, I did a bit of biology, didn't do too well at it. But anyhow, if you just think, we've got a number of doctors here, if you just think of the different systems in our body, the respiratory system, that we can go, <gasps> and just in those lungs, oxygen is taken out that goes into our blood system, circuitry system, that, that keeps our body alive. Then we've got our, our bone structures, we've got our reproduction, our muscular, our nervous, our immune system, our hormones and growth. We've all got these different parts of structures within us that doctors and specialists spend years and years studying just to know a little bit more about one of these. God's designed them all and then puts them all together in a human body and it all works. To me, that's phenomenal. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm wowed all the time. But not only that, he's made us as spirit beings that we can communicate with him. Because the Bible says God is spirit. God made us like that, that we could have relationship with him and enjoy him and live honoring him on this planet. Our soul, our personalities, all phenomenal. We all like different things. We all laugh at different things. We have different emotions, temperaments, personalities. It's phenomenal. That's how great God is. God's greatness, fourthly, is revealed in his dealings with man. And that's a phenomenal thing. When I think from Adam through all the generations to now, God's greatness can be seen in the greatness of his love. And there's verses for that. The greatness of his mercy towards us. The greatness of his patience. Ephesians speaks of the greatness of his power of his compassion, his goodness, his loving kindness. Even Jesus is referred to as our great high priest and the great shepherd of our souls. Everything about God is great. But Jesus redefined human greatness in a profound way. Jesus redefined it. Jesus modeled greatness by humbling himself in coming to earth confined in a womb for nine months, living as a man for 30 years, restricted to a human body, then fully giving himself in service to those he had made by washing their feet, later being abused, rejected, judged, spat on, beaten, and condemned to die, that we could be restored back to him in a relationship. That's greatness. That's greatness beyond human comprehension and understanding. This morning, I want your hearts to be wowed afresh by His greatness. The world and humanity in general are trying to make themselves great, trying to make a name for themselves, where we as Christians who have been called by His name have been called to make His name great, to boast about Him and His greatness. The other day I was on the beach chatting and engaging with a guy and I didn't realize he was a universalist. And he was talking about Mother Nature. I said, no, it's not Mother Nature, it's Father God. It's Father God that created everything. And then he gave me this huge big lecture about what this scientist said and this scientist and that scientist. And, and I just said to him, you know, 
no matter whatever, what has your universal God said to you this morning? I said, don't you have a relationship with you? He looked at me stunned. I said, no, I've got a personal relationship with the creator of the heavens and the earth. And then I'd move from a science lesson to a French lesson, and then I knew it was time to go. I got all sorts of big words under the sun spoken to me, and then he ducked. Can I say to you, so often we need to live with an awareness of this great God that we serve. How do we begin to do this? And I want to close with these thoughts. Firstly, is we need to remind ourselves of His greatness, firstly by looking at Scripture. Let God's Word speak to you. Wherever you see Scriptures concerning His greatness, highlight it. Underline it, mark it, commit it to memory. Look at nature and creation. Whenever I see Table Mountain, whenever I look at the 12 apostles, I go, whoa, my daddy made that. When I look at the oceans and I look at the tides, I say, whoa, God, you're amazing. When you look at leaves that were green and then they turn amber brown and fall to the ground, I go, whoa, God, you're amazing. When you look at stones and you turn over the stones and you see all the little creatures and creepy crawlies under there, our Father made that. Our God made that. Secondly, find place and space to reflect on different facets of God's greatness, both the macro and the micro. It'll do wonders for your faith. It'll help keep your spirit free and buoyant by His greatness. Thirdly, by seeing people with God's watermark on each and every one of them. He's handmade them. We were at the waterfront yesterday. I was looking at those hundreds, possibly thousands of people milling around. Oh, wow, God, each and every one of you, of them designed by you, has your fingerprints all over them. You created them for purpose and for significance. We need to begin to celebrate our diversity and how God's wired us and made us. And fourthly, is by faith, step up, step out, to be able to share with people God's greatness and God's power. To me, when that becomes real and grips your heart, it just changes the way you live. When I cycle and when I walk, I generally look for people that I can pray for, particularly for healing, not because of great faith that I have, just I know a great God who is great in kindness and he heals. Do all get healed? No. But I give him my best with a bit of faith that I have in a great God. Can I say to you this morning, I love there's a portion of scripture in the book of Daniel. I love the way Daniel stood before King Nebuchadnezzar in chapter 4 verse 2 and 3. And he says to King Nebuchadnezzar unapologetically, he says, it is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. Can I encourage you this morning, reflect on 2015 of the great things God has done for you. You know what that stirs faith in your hearts for greater things for 2016, for 2017, 2018, into eternity. Let's break off from our lives things that will reduce God from being a small God, which He's not. He really isn't. You know, Moses prayed a prayer and asked God to show him his greatness. God answered that prayer. 
It's found in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 24. Moses said, O sovereign Lord, you have begun to show your servant your greatness and your strong hand. If that's a prayer that I have for Life Changes Church for 2016, that would it, that's what it would be. Father, begin to show every Life Changes partner, friends, visitors, your greatness and your strong hand. Your strong hand. What I'd like to do is ask the music team if they could please come to the front. Now this morning, as we conclude, we're going to conclude with a song of His greatness. We have earlier at the beginning part of our worship had a wonderful time. But this morning, the Bible also speaks of the greatness of the salvation that He has saved us with. He saved us with a, in, a, in a phenomenal way by sending His Son, Jesus. Now this morning, if you've never made that personal commitment, you might say, well, I, I prayed a prayer. I, I read my Bible. I pray. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where He has invaded your life with His grace, with His forgiveness, with His love and mercy, and you've been changed from the inside out. Where you have a relationship with Jesus that is real, meaningful, and growing. A relationship that is life-changing. And this morning, if you've never made that commitment that counts, a commitment that's changed the way you think, the way you speak, the way you live, and everything, I count it an honor and a privilege to pray for you this morning. And we're going to sing how great, however, whatever Gabe feels on his heart. And I'm going to invite you to come to the front. I'm going to invite you to come to the front and say, Willie, the end of 2015, the beginning of 2016, I want to serve this great God you're talking about this morning. And I've just painted a small picture, but he'll unfold that picture as you walk together with him.